0: This has been a really good week. I've really enjoyed it, and from the response I've had come back, I think you did as well. So we're going to go take a look and do a summary of each of our episodes for this week, and if you missed any of them, be sure you go back and pick them up. I know you will enjoy the full episode as well. So let's jump right into it. Going back to Monday. On Monday, we looked at Ephesians chapter 4, verse 32, which says, Be kind to one another. The emphasis of the day was learning to be kind, learning to love learning to have empathy and care for people who needed it. We talked about a young soldier who came home and phoned his parents, trying to explain that he wanted to bring an injured friend with him, and his parents rejected that injured friend. Little did they know that the son was talking about himself. It wasn't until just a little while later when the mother received a second phone call, this one from a policeman. He explained to her that they had just found the body of a young man, missing a leg, an arm, and an eye badly scarred face who had just committed suicide, and the identification on the body of the young man said that he was her son. It was at that point, the mother realized that her lack of compassion for her son's injured friend was actually a lack of compassion for her son. We often fail to realize just how far a little bit of compassion will go in touching somebody and encouraging them and loving them and helping them. People all around us need someone to care about them, just to listen to them, just to show them some love and compassion, to really be interested in where they are and what they're going through. I guarantee you, everybody is dealing with stuff. And if you think you're the only one who's struggling right now, I'm sorry, you're not. Everyone is dealing with stuff. And we all need to be able to talk about it with someone. On Tuesday, we went back to the year of 2006. Normally we talk about music on Tuesdays, and we did, but this was a very different kind of song. This was a song from Brooks and Dunn, the country superstar duo, who had recorded Believe back in 2005. This song was all about mentoring. The story in this song revolves around a young fatherless boy and an elderly gentleman who lived just down the road. The two built up a great friendship. At one point, after hearing how the older man had lost his wife and his child... The boy asked him, what is it that lets you keep going and being so happy? The old man looked at the boy and he said, I raise my hands, I bow my head, and I'm learning more and more from those words that are written in red. The truth of the Bible was in that man's life, and he knew that he would see his son and his wife again because of the promises in God's word. And the boy learned that the most important thing to that old man was that he believed. He believed he would see his wife and his son again. And then, when the old man passed away, the boy came to the funeral. And at that point, he began to really understand what it meant to raise your hands, bow your head, and believe more and more in those words in red. The old man mentored the boy. He taught him truths so that when the boy grew up, he knew how to live with those truths. We need mentors. The older men need to mentor the younger men, older ladies need to mentor the younger ladies. They need to be pouring their love and wisdom into the next generation to help them to become what they can and should be. On Wednesday, we talked about America's Funniest Schadenfreude. It was a takeoff on America's Funniest Videos. The TV program that's been around for 32 years that makes its mark simply on showing submitted videos of people doing dumb things and minor disasters happening, which sometimes are absolutely hilarious. The word schadenfreude is a German word which means to have glee at someone else's misfortune. It really has an emphasis a little bit stronger than what we see in the funniest videos. It talks about when you are happy because somebody else is suffering. Proverbs 24 and verse 17 says, Do not rejoice when your enemies fail. Don't be happy when they stumble. We should never rejoice at someone else's loss, at someone else's pain, at someone else's failure. There are silly things that happen that are funny and we will laugh at. But when we get to the point where we are happy because someone else faced a disaster and lost everything, that's not what God wants for us. That's malicious. And we don't ever want to be in that place. Yesterday, I read a short piece from one of C.S. Lewis's essays entitled On Living in the Atomic Age. It was written in 1948, and it was Lewis's response to the fear that people had of the atomic bomb. They were afraid that the end of the world was coming, and that their lives were in desperate peril because of it. And so many people were huddling in fear, afraid to do anything, because they were sure the bomb was coming. In the opening portion of his essay, Lewis said this, If we are going to be destroyed by an atomic bomb, let that bomb, when it comes, find us doing sensible and human things. Praying, working, teaching, reading, listening to music, bathing the children, playing tennis, chatting with our friends over a pint and game of darts. Not huddled together like frightened sheep and thinking about bombs. They may break our bodies, but they need not dominate our minds. Lewis's response to the atomic bomb is the response that, quite frankly, we should have about the coronavirus. As we see right now, what looks like a reversal of all the progress we made in dealing with the virus, many are once again huddling back in fear. But we cannot just huddle in fear. We don't accomplish anything. We destroy everything about our lives when we do that. Let's look at this virus the same way Lewis invited the people of England to look at the bomb. Not huddling away, but enjoying life, enjoying your family, playing games, sitting and talking with friends, listening to the music, enjoying life. And so we all should, no matter what is going on around us, we should enjoy life. That's our week, my friends. I enjoyed this week very much, and and I hope that you did too. Have a great weekend, everyone. Get to church. Get there with other friends and family. Enjoy it, and let God bless you and teach you and pour His love and wisdom into you through your pastor this weekend. Be blessed. We'll talk to you all again on Monday.